1: forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more and for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys use coupon code shamelesspp in all caps at purepleasureshop.com
2: you are listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit
0: pleasurepodcasts.com
1: well hello everyone
0: Hey, party people.
1: Hey, party people. Chip and I are currently
0: in the bank
1: at <laughs> another trade show, another sex toy trade show. And let me tell you, it sounds a lot more exciting than it really is. It's a lot of business because it's, it's B2B, which means business to business. but to but but, but, yeah, oh. that, would, that would sound fun. People would be like, oh, I'm there. How do I get into that trade show? Yeah. We have a special guest today, a return guest, Ms. Kristen over here. I don't even know the episode that you were on. We answered a lot of sex questions. We were in Germany.
0: We were in Germany. Oh, we yeah. were in Germany. Yeah, we that were That was so fun. It was one of our most listened to podcasts.
2: Yeah. I mean, we talked about... Female ejaculation and period sex. I golden showers. Golden showers.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah that was funny. I recommend you were amazing. <laughs> I'm old
1: work checking oh, it out. Oh yeah, this is April's little work wife from the Fun Factory dolls. Smokin' the day. I know. We've
0: had a lot of fun. Yes, we work wives on the road. She we put, put the fun in the Fun Factory. Aww. Aww. Uh-huh. If y'all
1: don't know about Fun Factory? Go check them out. They make really wonderful toys. Um, Pure Pleasure carries them as well. They do. One of my favorites is the Miss B. I think I probably talked about it before, but the Miss B. I. B. Is it B or Miss it B? Oh, Miss Miss yeah. yeah. It's a dual vibrator. It's rechargeable and waterproof.
0: It's wonderful. It's, it's so- electronic. I don't know. I'm a Miss B girl. Oh, I've tried the Stronic anally, and I was like, damn. It was a thruster, not a vibrator. Really? Anally? Anally? Anally. I'm so surprised. surprised. Well, no, I lost my anal virginity in January of last year, and now it's an avid go to for me.
2: I'm so happy to hear this. I I haven't talked to you
1: forever, work wife. Uh, uh, yeah, she's she has she has more much more anal play than a lot of humans that I know. Most humans, yeah, yeah and I do butt.
0: really enjoy it. I actually have regular orgasms, anally.
2: Oh, my God. Mm. Never knew. you have anal orgasms? Just I do. anal
0: orgasms. I think it's something about just the taboo nature of the whole thing. and Like the hotness that you're not supposed to do
1: it so yeah. dirty. Yeah,
0: and sometimes, this is going to sound really weird, but sometimes it hurts so good where I'm like, ah, it's sort mm-hmm. of painful. Ah, ah. That's your, my partner that's your gets, inner
1: masochist speaking.
0: That's, it is. And my partner um, gets off on me thinking that... It, like or him thinking that I'm in some sort of pain, but he's not like, he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, yes. And he loves that too. So it's like this weird thing that we share. Your it's anal so-
2: is my like fisting. That's how
1: I am about fisting. I'm like, yep fisting. <laughs> but, so, yeah, so it's like this enjoying the taboo and the, the little bit of the pain that comes with it or like the discomfort or Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like this kind of just is, Yeah, vaginal fisting. Yes, um, not anal fisting. <laughs> oh my oh God. Receiving or giving or all of the above. Uh,
2: receiving. There's just this like really like emotional release when you do something on, uh-huh. that that nature with your partner and and it is intense in that intensity, you know. I think April and I tend to love intensity. I think that that's why we travel so well together. It's like, whoa, uh-huh. having fun, doing crazy things. And so I can see that. But, you know, in general, April's anal is uh, my fisting. That's the same.
1: What is yours, Amy? I mean, I Ooh. feel like I have a combo of all of them. I just had my very first uh, pegging experience like a couple days ago. I did some pegging. Oh. I did some pegging. I had my very oh my first pegging experience. Tonight, and I... Um, it w- It was fucking awesome i i 'm usually someone who identifies more as, as, a, as a sub and loves playing like daddy little girl dynamic and le- i 'm mean, a little bit I'm like a quarter masochist and love being punished, but also love being being like tr- like d- praised and treated like my like a little queen all the things but I uh recently have had the invitation with someone that that I would say is probably more like eighty percent very dumb. Um, who also is kind of switchy and uh, gave me an invitation to explore this other side. That I've so I've worn all these spare parts harnesses in my life, but never actually to penetrate someone with. Just I wore them for like demo things. And I finally got to do it, and um, in it with a big old dildo. Yeah, it, well, in it, I... Uh, yeah, <laughs> big with a big old dildo. And, <laughs> and Wait, what does your cock look like? I'm, I'm trying so to imagine, like, what it was. his, his your his cock cock? Because so I asked. I was like, show me, show me what you. What you prefer, like, wait, what, because he has a whole he massive toy kit, and he opens, and I was expecting, like, you know, like, it means anal play, like a tapered tip, <laughs> smooth one, you know, or something like that. And he opens with this huge, girthy, it's not super long, huge, but, like, girthy, curved, and he's like, this is one that I really enjoy when I'm really warmed up, and I was like, Damn. That was that's what, that's what you started. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just and I, so I was like, all right, no, I'm 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 in. Okay, this is this sounds like. And I was and I was really enjoying this exploration before we went, went into the, the harness play. Um, I was in, we had this natural exploration that went to Himling on his stomach and me behind him, me kind of like grinding and thrusting into his ass without anything penetrating. And it and I was just like really enjoying, kind of pinning his shoulders down. It's not a place I usually go because I'm usually more subby. And I was just scene was like oh my god this feels so good to be in my power so anyways uh really enjoying going into that place i'm i still identify as like probably 90 percent kind of more subby dirt dirty naughty little girl that likes to be punished um and i also like going to more consensual tantric places um and i've really enjoyed going into this place of like being a, a it's like topping He's totally. He was totally topping from the bottom too. Wait, by the did way. he but come?
0: Did he have an orgasm?
1: Oh yeah. Did you? Um, I didn't have an orgasm from wearing the harness, but I definitely was super turned on. I had a lot of orgasms before that from a lot of other things. Mm. So it's the first. It's the first time in so long that I've been like locking myself in the bedroom and playing for like six hours. And before, and I also, I don't know if you You come remember, out, feel
0: like you went to the gym. You're like, oh. Seriously. We, we need, need water, water and, and yeah. food. Like, and yeah. maybe Take a care. cigarette yeah. at yeah. this <laughs> point, even though like, I don't smoke. Yeah. And, and, I, need I, feel, it. and yeah. I feel
1: like I, I mean, I, I, I did lose my sex drive for a long time. Or it was almost, it was, it was completely gone, but it was just turned off and turned down. Now it's just full force in a way that's just, I don't know. So anyways. To answer all of your questions, um, <laughs> I would like to try this some fisting and uh, on all the ends of uh, you know my fist, mm. your fist, someone else, well, all the fists, all the things, all the holes. Let's just try it. It's just yeah. that Does time fisting start, start small to, with is a is small it, fist. Yeah, is yeah. it the
0: same way as like trimmed nails? Small
2: fist. Oh, I yeah. mean, it, there's there's a whole practice to fisting. There's actually only I think one book that I'm aware of ever made. It's called Hand in the Bush, which is I've seen. Fucking them. hilarious. We had it at pleasure when I we have opened. a photo yeah. of me
0: with my reading hand in the bush in that latex at painted on pleasure. latex t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And anyway. it's, it's a
2: good if, if you're really interested. Hand in the Bush is is a great uh, book to to reference, but it is a difficult practice. You mm. know, you definitely this hand size is important. Mm. Um, so you know, finding a small You know, typically, maybe female hand is usually a little easier. Mm -hmm. Do you have really
0: small hands? Do you want to come over later? Um, I have. uh, I do. I I actually have very
2: small hands. My hands are very trimmed. Fisting's intense. Like I prefer to be fisted than be the fister. Oh, really?
0: The fisty. You want to be the fisty, not the fister yes okay yes you want to be f- oh okay okay I, got m- it.
2: I prefer to be the bottom you like fist. the receiving yeah yeah because okay. yeah, having your fist in somebody is like really fucking intense i mean i you just feel like I'll your just, arm may
1: never come back i, huh. I, I and also like, i whoa, say whoa. my my experience <laughs> with this this strap-on play was i was using fingers before and i was i started with the middle finger and then he asked for a second finger i was like okay. Okay, got this. And then he's a the third finger. I was like, fuck, I left my ring on. <laughs> so I <laughs> had to take the ring on while keeping two fingers inside. Took it off, then did three fingers, and then he asked for a fourth finger. And so I did that whole thing. And your fingers get pretty crampy from it's having crampy. a tight muscle hanging out. So I would imagine with fisting that your wrist and your hand is kind of like... There I mean, can be a freak out moment yeah, for sure. Like, and am it, I going to die? People freak out at the same time. Never, never
2: good. Because when you're putting your fist in and once it's like really in there... And if you kind of want to freak out and they freak out at the same time, it everything can clench and it's n- intense. So you have to trust, mm-hmm. communicate. It's very similar to anal sex, actually, in yeah. a lot of ways. So, I yeah, would that wasn't even the question that we were going to cover. No, but, but apparently it's the, important the to, get into. to hear about fisting. Well, I was <laughs>
0: curious about fisting. I've never been fisted nor, Hmm. well.
2: But I yeah. think your partner's hands are kind of big. They're massive. Yeah. Sometimes
0: that's... he has one finger in my butthole and I'm like. How many is are in there? He's like, it's just a like, pinky. It's just pinky. I'm like, oh my god! I put a pinky in there. Oh my god! Thank um, so much. Well, oh, still,
1: yeah, fisting. We
0: have a couple of announcements. We have a
1: couple of announcements, everyone. Switching,
0: switching. You know, the tides that turn. We can talk about. Well, Salt Lake City.
1: Well, Salt Lake City. Yeah, we're teaching Salt
0: Lake City. If you or anyone you know is a Salt Lake City human. Are, or will be in Salt Lake City August. What is it? What's the date? The first weekend of August. The first weekend. 2019. Yes, this is where we are. We are teaching two classes. That's two classes in Salt Lake City at Blue Boutique, which is one of our favorite boutiques in the United States. I love I love them. It's wonderful. You can get pierced. You can get some lingerie. And you can get some sex toys. And then you can come and hear us talk about Orgasm 101. One day. That's Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday morning, blowjobs and
1: brunch. I think it's at noon, so it's like Sunday morning turns. You can yeah. still go to church if you want to. There'll probably
0: be Mimosa, so yep. 21 or over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to blueboutique.com and check out the event tickets there. And they actually... It's it's like 25 bucks, and you get a $20 gift card that you can spend... After the course. So
2: you have to be 21 to go to drink the mimosas. mimosa part. No, you can be 18. You could go if you're 18, but if
0: you want to drink the mimosas, you must be 21, at yep. least in Salt Lake City. Uh, if you're in I Spain, mean, you could be 14. Yeah, I'm in the United States,
1: I think. America? Jessica, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> America. Um, okay, so another announcement, everyone. There's a contest coming up now uh, through July 30th. If you go to our Instagram, you will learn more. This is a contest with Swingtown, and you can win a grand prize of a lifetime to Swingtown's membership and swag, a bottle of wine, a copy of The Ethical Slut, a copy of Come As You Are, we've had Emily on our podcast, and a $69 gift gift card to UnboundBabes.com. I love the number 69. Good choice, everyone. Uh, and you can win this grand prize by entering this contest. It is easy to do. Just go to our... Instagram, that's Shameless Sex Podcast, and we got our Instagram back. We did lose it for about two days, and we got it back. It always
0: feels like we lost it for yeah. months, mm-hmm. but it's it was only probably 48 hours. It's back. And Amy knew friends in high places that helped us get bailed out of that. But we did get hacked, actually. It wasn't a censorship, it was a hack. We didn't get
1: hacked. Oh, I thought it was a hack. We got job. flagged, and then oh, we got flagged. Instagram automatically decided that we were up to some terrible things, oh. and then we were disabled, and then friend, so who, who I, did you I, peg i no, i, I didn't pay <laughs> i did not peg your <laughs> friend it's right. a friend i've known for a long time who works in inside these corporations and they filed an internal report and found out we had to
0: give our driver's licenses and yeah everything. we had to send them like, it was like legit like we were um, i was like okay.
1: okay and they found out that um it was kind of accidentally disabled by instagram we got it back so um
0: so yeah. we weren't hacked we were not hacked no, some someone flagged, flagged us and they
1: instantly disabled um, us because they thought we were up to we were doing terrible I things. I think
0: that that's one part of the process with the flagging that could be updated because they can you can just kill accounts yeah. just by flagging them. So if you have some competition out there that doesn't like the messaging that you're putting out, they can flag you or have multiple people people flag you and then you could be shut down on Instagram. Yeah, which doesn't make it very. Even keeled. We were shut
2: down. Fun Factory was shut down for a couple weeks on Instagram. Oh. USA, Fun Factory USA. And it was so hard to try to get... uh, You can't get a
1: hold of it anyway. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's impossible. And there's a lot of sex educators, sex positive sex educators that are getting shut down. So there's so much. And meanwhile, there's, you know, male-owned accounts with booties just twerking all over the place that are up and running. But I will say, Instagram, thank you for listening to our friend. And I did send friend a wee vibe as a oh, gift nice. like, what do you what toy do you want any toy and they wanted a couple's toy and so wee vibe was one of the best uh, and if you all want to learn more about these toys go to our listeners get Fifteen percent off with coupon code ShamelessSex in all caps. I have a testimonial for you, and then we're going to dive into a lot of sex questions. We were talking about fisting; like we just dove in. You know, it was really difficult
2: to first. not just go fist first. I know, right. <laughs> I it's mean, icebreaker.
0: Anal, anal and fisting. April anal. April Peg- we had pegging, fisting, and anal all in the first wow. ten minutes of the show. So, like, dropped. A lot of you
1: folks <laughs> who were like, "Wow, Hi. that's yeah." The, those things are all kind of terrifying. Don't worry, don't worry. These are just things that you know we might be into right now in this
0: moment, and Whatever you're into is welcome to. We're gonna get some iTunes reviews. They made me want to jump off a bridge. but get fisted beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. in real life
2: though, like I haven't been fisted like in a year and a half at least. I, I just know. think it's a really fun thing to do. So maybe I'll do that. Tonight? Let me ask
0: you a
1: yeah. question yeah. Oh. though. For, so for fisting, it's not one of the. You don't have fisting quickies. It's not really a thing. No. Like, hey, do you want to? I you mean, it's, it seems like kind of. For me, it's how anal is for me. It's it's more of like like something I really put a lot of intention into i don't maybe i don't need to pre-plan it, but i need to really feel into my body and take a lot of time i would imagine fisting is very similar
2: it's it's absolutely the same thing as anal in fact i think it might be a little more intense because you know you have just you know a fist inside of you so but i in general like breathing you know trust and um you know oh god this is shameless sex right so
1: yeah you can do whatever also, you want
2: just like sometimes when you're with a partner and and you want to get really intense and you've maybe had a couple glasses of wine. I know as, okay, sex educator, Kristen says, don't do this on wine. Friend, Kristen says, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, and, on wine. <laughs> and I think that in general, it's that when you really want to connect with somebody, like almost every time I've, I've done this, it's like tears come out. Afterwards. Oh, it sounds it's awesome. super <laughs> intimate. Yeah. It's a very intimate and you wouldn't just do it with anybody. Like Me. I know you so well now.
1: Like, you, yeah. hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, it's, it's so intimate there's uh, yeah I, I bet on both ends for being lots someone, of lube yeah. you got to use some lube. oh too. my god so, lube. Much lube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. so much lube so much lube. keep re- with same with anal keep reapplying mm-hmm. over and over. it's like you can't mm-hmm. never have enough i always lube. say
0: that too during anal because sometimes i'm like no wait we need more lube more lube my partner's like i just put a ton of lube on i'm Still like more, more lube yes yeah. <laughs> <more laughs> yeah, so you can't have enough lube or right, i'm
1: gonna read a testimonial before we dive into Ooh. the questions this is from someone who recent listened to a recent episode that we had last week with Ashley Manta, who I just saw out there actually. Love Ashley, and she's amazing. The hand we job did, episode, yeah, hand job, hand, hand sex episode, hand sex. and so Ashley, uh, we have to remember to tell her this when we see her later. Um, so this listener said, "This morning I made my man come using just my hands and Uberloop. She. Sorry, he loved every minute of it, and so did I. Your recent episode with Ashley Manta about hand sex is what gave me the courage and interest to try it. I used a lot of the techniques you mentioned, including the sitting position. Then added in what he asked for, and it was amazing. I've been listening to your podcast since the past since since this past January in two thousand eighteen, and I love how you are non judgmental and educational in every topic you discuss. Thank you, and keep up the great work. I wonder if she tried the pepper grinder. Yeah, that was the, and the position too. I actually went up to the owner of Sports Sheets here and I was like, so we just trademarked one of your products and it's now called the Sexy Backjack, which is Did a doggy like style strap. Yeah, he liked it. I, yeah, I, he yeah he liked it. I mean, he, I, I think he got was also very distracted with all kinds of things, but he liked it and then he <laughs> told his product development
0: person that he's like, hey, listen to this. Yeah. So maybe we need to add a tag on that. You know, yeah.
1: Ashley Ashley
2: Manta, mm. uh, we have a product, a fun factory called Manta. Oh, we yes. talked about this we yeah. talked about it on the show because i was like really? did they name that product yeah. after you no but it's a coincidence and also her and her partner love it and have done really fun things with it that's so what she said she was like yeah. me and my
0: partner love that toy i was like that's your toy that's yeah. totally for you it's a male masturbator
2: for couples it's a really cool product
1: yeah so it perfect. looks
0: really discreet too it looks like a little manta ray yeah mm. uh, which it's noise
1: yeah well she knows what she's talking about she knows her hand sex.
0: Yeah, she does. I love that position she speaks to. It's so I good. haven't tried that yet. Oh, yeah. Sounds I don't good.
1: have a penis in my life to try it, but maybe I can. Well, uh, well, you
0: can uh, get still a little uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, yeah, only, yeah,
1: my, yeah, my, sure. I've only been. I want to share one other thing. Yeah. I also Pegging? got my cock suck for the first time. I <laughs> was going to ask you, did you get. That is a whole other experience. I was a whole That's kind of hot. Different experience. Yeah. Super
2: hot. Super hot. Is like, was there a detail action? It was all, all the things, in
1: yeah. All things. And a big old dick. But oh, <laughs> did wow. you do any
0: of the head guiding?
1: Um, n- it, yeah, I'm not really a head pusher, but I was definitely like, touching I and holding guiding, the head. I said guiding, not
0: pushing. Yeah, no. I, a like
1: little There was a little bit. Wow. I'm pro, I did, I'm pro I'm head pushing. Take yeah, like, like my it. hair,
2: slam my face. Yeah, totally. That, that, yeah, I did like, totally. a little
1: bit, but like, it was a little like thrusting, <laughs> but a very light. I mean, it was my first time for all these things. So I was going, like, I'm yeah, going yeah, slow. and so. Anyways, yeah, all this long, news Look that's at happening. Amy's back. Got my dick sucked for the first time.
2: Also, the like the, the larger the cock, I mean, you're kind of like, you should be thankful for like having just like a huge cock for the first time because that pressure on the clit is like, really different than like a, a smaller light cock. Yeah. yeah. So just having that pressure constantly from a heavy cock is really awesome. So, yay. Yeah, that's pretty
1: good. Yay, Amy. And I was like, how? <laughs> you.
0: I wonder yeah. if you, do you think you'd ever try a double-ended dildo where, yeah, maybe totally. Because, Obviously there's so many this the share the share, the share this is not even intentional, but that, I've always wanted to actually rock the share because yeah. I've never, but I've never been with a partner that's wanted to be pegged. I was only with a partner that, uh, one partner for a little bit of time that loved prostate stimulation. And that's like a whole nother level for me, but it was only, I could only do two fingers maximum before he like freaked out.
1: Freaked out. Good freak out?
0: But you know freaked out, meaning like, no, 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 it's too much, too much, too much. So uh, it was always just two fingers.
1: You could
2: totally play around with getting cock suck and all that stuff and not have to do pegging. Like yeah. you could just get a hand job. You could just do like, I want power play tonight. I have a cock. It doesn't have to go inside of you, but it will be like the thing that you're doing on your knees.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. It's
2: interesting to mm.
1: operate with a cock all of a sudden for a little bit like because i had the i had the harness on and i was doing other things using my hands and you know on his cock all kinds of things but i had this big old dick in the way half the time that was like it does get in the way it's a lot. and i was like okay is this there's a there's a thing here it's a new process to have this thing here that i'm not used to having it was it was i mean it was wonderful but it was also like all right it's a new way of learning how to operate cock energy is its own thing. Oh, yeah. I felt pretty powerful. Yeah. I felt really hot. And I felt also that I was um, still in my... I was still felt like this... I felt this connection between my masculine and feminine. There wasn't that my feminine left when it went out the window, it was like all of it was just there, and I was just like strong and powerful.
0: I'd probably really rock the shit out of a cock. We should all
2: be wearing cocks right now. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh my okay, gosh.
2: Cock? No, I have to ask even more My cock
1: was black. It was, it was, a, and it I goes and with I, your outfit right now. Out the
0: brand, too. I went up to my was mom. Was it phallic or was it more just kind of. Oh, yeah, it was full phallic. It was phallic. I had balls, but like half you balls. You had balls I had and half veins? Balls. Half balls. You know when they're like kind of slid- Yeah, 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 the yeah. Half balls. The Vein,
1: yeah, veins, thick black half balls and i had a black harness on the black the spare parts theo thong harness which no one wears and it's i I love that one it's more stable very stable Mm. we have to like wearing thongs so anyways my life's getting really exciting in my single life so (laughs) next up fisting (laughs) okay all right are we ready for some sex questions though
0: it's like we've I been think so. Them. Kristen's really good at answering sex questions. I know she's. I call very her sometimes. And I'm like Kristen, what do you think about this? I should call Kristen with my sex questions. Everyone should call me, and
2: I want to call you too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Everyone, Kristen's phone number is village. Call, call her up.
1: All right, let's go to this first one. We'll keep this person anonymous. Actually, we'll keep them all anonymous. I am a 47-year-old heterosexual woman who has never had an experience with a woman. I know I do enjoy cock. I'm in a relationship with a man, and we have great sex. But I am curious about what it would be like to be with a woman. I fantasize about it. Would it be wrong of me to try to initiate an encounter with a woman, even if it would be a one-night event? I was married and with one man for 22 years and getting a divorce, having fun with different men before finding the man... I am with now. I understand that one night experiences are great. Would it be welcome in the lesbian world? Any advice on how to go about this? I realize I didn't fully read this before. It's not am I a lesbian, Um, which is what I had told you all before. (laughs) I was Um, like, yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, you are. You are. Um, Any advice on how to go about this on having a one night experience? They are curious about an experience with women.
0: Wait, so I'm unclear about the actual question.
1: What? How to go about... Would it be welcome in the lesbian world? Like if if this person wants to go and have an experience with a woman, they identify as a heterosexual woman... They are in a partnership so with a cock uh, owner. They want to have an experience with a Volvo owner. It sounds like, would it be welcome? How do you even do this? How does one even go? That's a good one for you, Kristen.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. So immediately I'm like, no, lesbians will hate you. But that's, <laughs> that's, Kristen. What, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, they're they're like, like, I don't fuck know if that's a good get idea. Out of our bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but also, that's not true. It's like both, you know? I think it's how you approach it. And I know plenty of straight quote-unquote couples who experiment with bringing another same-gendered partner into their relationship, um, I think it's always safe to do that like with your own community because if you like go into the queer community and you're like, I want to be with a woman... Uh, it, it can be complicated because it's like you feel like you're fishing in like a world that's not yours and kind of um, fetishizing in a way.
0: It's not authentic. It doesn't feel authentic. But
2: I also think a lot. Like I have um, some friends who are completely down with like you know being like kind of fetishized in the mm-hmm. straight world. So it's all about consent as it comes down to everything. So I think it depends on many things. Like, is this person wanting to have sex just with another woman on their own? Or are they looking to bring them back? to their partner like what is experience Do they want like a real authentic lesbian experience whatever that yeah. means
1: quote-unquote like tourism
2: yeah like are you uh, yeah like, uh, are you traveling to the resort yeah. that tells you this is what lesbianism is like or are you going to like the village, the village of
1: lesbians
2: uh and, and really experiencing it the
0: all-inclusive resort versus yeah the the village with the people yeah yeah well,
2: i think that yeah I, so in general be really upfront about what you're doing. Don't try to lie to get somebody into your bedroom. Like yeah. that is not. Don't cool. ever try to
1: do that in any I know, context. But people do it. Yeah. They think like, oh, then I won't. I won't get
0: what I want. Yeah. And like, yeah, because it's it, like that it's Sex and the City episode. And I hate when that, to do that. But when Charlotte, remember when she was? Do you guys watch? You watched? I've sex seen it all, of them, I but love I don't know. Yeah, so I don't we remember when she was kind of going through and she was out with the lesbian world and they found out that she was straight (laughs) and then they all kind of banished her. Do you remember the episode? It was so funny. Charlotte? The the, uh, the Waspy one? Yeah. Waspy Charlotte because she was an art curator. Whatever. Uh, It just reminds me of that. So she was kind of in that world because Samantha was dating a woman for a while on the show and Samantha brought her in. I I don't remember. Anyway, it reminds me of that and sidetrack. I've been bringing up TV shows lately for some reason on the podcast but i mean sex in the city on shameless sex is kind of fitting just it's saying. amazing no yeah. i
2: think uh, so yes watch the sex in the city now i have to watch it and yeah. i don't know if it's authentic or not but it feels authentic um also it depends on like when i really i used to be with men for a very long time and then i've been with a woman i think now all in my life i've been with women longer than i've been with men like mm. woo, and now i get like some kind of weird lesbian champagne sent to me. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> with trophy coming. A champagne. champagne. <laughs> it's not true. Um, but I think that in general, thinking about how you want to operate. So if you want to bring another woman into the bedroom, like, I know this sounds weird, but sometimes it's just really good to just go with a good friend. Yeah. Just be like, hey, friend.
0: Mm-hmm. What so about the so? shit where you eat scenario? It's the right good friend. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
2: like not. Like because I've actually,
0: we've I, my partner and I have been thinking about doing this and we have a good friend in mind. So then, damn it, it's me, isn't it? <laughs> it's me, it's
1: both of us. <laughs> it's both it's
0: us. Both of us. <laughs> you well, like you that and would your be cost. shitting where I am. Yeah, I, exactly. I know who
1: it is. I know who it is, and I know it's not me or Kristen, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It could anyways, be. Hey, are you taking
0: applications, you both? <laughs> no, I don't know if I could have you chop my box, Amy.
1: Oh, no, I don't want to jump here. I'm exactly. not really... Exactly. i mean, You saying. know what? And that's not true. I'm pretty open to a lot of things these days, but I... That makes make our podcast interesting. for a great podcast.
0: And Krista, people have both told me separately about both of you. One today mm. that they thought I was your partner, Amy. And then before, when we were <laughs> together, they thought we were partners. I thought you were... Uh, uh, they honestly did. I heard somebody oh. just today say that I thought I like you that. were dating Amy. And then you're but when I was always with you, they thought I was with you. I think I put off a lesbian vibe, not to bring this back to me. Does she put off a lesbian vibe?
1: I mean...
2: (laughs) 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 No, no. April puts out a fun vibe. Fun vibe, yeah. Yeah, so this is the vibe that this person should go for. Yes. It is about, like, fun. So, uh, yeah, if you want to have a one-on-one experience... Now with dating apps and stuff, just just put something out there, you yeah, know. But be honest be about honest, where you're at, honest. what you're looking for. Because uh, lesbian hates when you're like, hey, like yeah, I'm like hooking up with you, and you're like, surprise, my my boyfriend, husband, whomever comes home, like now there's a penis involved. Like people don't no. like those surprises, yeah. mm. but there are a lot of people who like to be like the third, um, the the guest star in the bedroom. I mean, that's the best. Position the unicorn. You're in. The unicorn. Yeah, like you enter yeah. in, you're like, hey, here I am. And also, if you're going to bring a lesbian into your uh, heterosexual relationship, what's your guy down with? Like, mm-hmm. does he want to get pegged? Is
1: he going to watch? Like, what is there? It? Was nothing said here about this? There, pro- we the, the need partner. a lot more information. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm very curious. You know, is there a conversation with your partner about? your desires are they on board for it is it i mean there's there's a lot yeah there's a lot of questions here
2: yeah and also that kind of stereotype that a lesbian is going to be better at x y or z in the bed in the bedroom than like cuz there is a stereotype that because a woman knows her body best what does that mean? You know, mm-hmm. does that mean that she's going to do some kind of magical, like fucking, kind of lingus trick <laughs> on you? And yes, that happens. No, but I mean, it depends. <laughs> but depends it, on the person. It's not. It's not an always. You know. So I think that really defining what do you want? Are you wanting to have oral sex with another woman? Are you wanting to have a threesome with another woman? Are you wanting? Oh, uh, do you want to do something to another woman? Like define it. Yeah. What you need and want, and then ask for it. Yeah. Because right now. Like people respond by just like you, you, like whatever it is that you're into, somebody else is into it too. A lot of people are into it too. So also, the like those the um what is it called? There's so many of them, but there's like these resort takeovers, like swinger kind oh, of takeovers. Yeah, it's a hotbed for everything oh, yeah. you want. Like just go on vacation for a week at hedonism, like, Jamaica. Yeah, yeah one of those. You know, I'd, I'd go for like one of the queer ones. Um, Tristan Taramino does. One. Oh. oh, my God. I can't remember
1: the name. Yeah. She's in our podcast family. So she's a sex out oh, loud podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah sec- but hers is sex out loud. And so, yeah, she organized. That's awesome.
2: Mm. It's like a queer uh, centered. But hetero- we welcome. Oh, it's hetero. Okay, so welcome. I was gonna, going to say, yeah, centered and queer centered. Oh. Yeah. Totally go. I haven't been, but I've heard great things. I always want to go. I'm not there in my relationship for that. Yeah. Um, it's a little more out there, I think, than what my relationship is at the moment. But I think that people who are willing to experience this do that. I uh, on not fucking. Would you and your
0: partner ever bring in a third party, like a a penis owner? No, exactly. No, even though you've been with penises, no. yeah, your partner, <laughs> no, your partner no, wouldn't tri- be down no, with that. No, there was three. It's not
2: me. I mean, like, because like my partner is the one with a cock, and there's yeah. just there's like that mm-hmm. would just not be yeah down. I think a, another woman. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But like that's not the way that she rolls my partner. Like yeah. the way I roll my She'd be, be, a be like different. no, no, yeah. no, no yeah. not going to happen. Like I'm a little more uh, sexually adventurous yeah. than she is. Like she's adventurous but in a very um monogamous monogamish way. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah.
1: And it yeah. Just sounds like ho- homegrown cocks really aren't her jam N- no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. no 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 yeah. she
2: does not want a homegrown cock anywhere near her mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and well, yeah that, then it's fine and one, yeah, totally.
0: yeah i think when i was single i hung out with a lot of your beautiful la crew a lot of like amazing a lot of feminist lesbian women queer women mm-hmm. uh are clear queer humans right mm-hmm. and i had one of your friends tell me to just open my mind up and possibly hook Hook up with someone with this. Oh, I know, call. I know who. Yeah, that
2: was. Yeah, that would And be fun.
0: I was considering it so much because I was like, yeah. absolutely. I was in the yes state of mind, and then I ended up moving away, and it never happened. And that's something that I would love to experience something that's outside of the cis world that I that I live in. So, Amy, right now you're an experimental too.
2: Mm, it's so much fun. I mean, the it's a phase. slippery slope that everyone like. I I slipped on and on my slope, <laughs> and, uh, and here I am. And you know what? It's really like. You know, we know there's like a, uh, like sexuality is really on a scale and that there's really not a hundred percent. There is a, some folks this way, but a hundred percent heterosexual, hundred yeah. percent, you know, gay. It's, it's very it's rare fluid. to find that. It's so changing. It's fluid. And what you were at 20 might be different at 30. Yeah. And yeah. yeah and, it, and you know what? It really can be confusing mm-hmm. at first to be like, fuck, you know, like I love like male body cis men. Mm-hmm. I also hate them, but I love them, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. Like, I love to, fo- you know, it's like yeah. fun. They're mm-hmm. fun. But, mm-hmm. like, I partner best with women.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, I, I'm learning so much in this w- new single phase of mine that all the things that I think about my myself as a sexual being, not all of them, a lot of them are just stories that I've been pretty set in, and that in this new space of being super turned on all the time, and have you know i lost my arousal and my desire for two and a half years, all of a sudden it's like full force, um, and I'm spending time with people that really respect me, are not trying to take anything from me, and through that, the possibilities are limitless. It's like, oh yeah, I will totally try that thing. I don't really know if it's my thing, but all the ideas about who it's supposed to be with, who I'm attracted to, what kind of activities I'm into, they're it's changing, and it's different from what it was yesterday. It's different very different from what it was a year ago. Um, so, I, yeah, I totally get that. I identify as painfully straight, like, a painful month ago. Because it, painful because it's less fucking options. boring. It's not, yeah. it's not boring. It's <laughs> limiting. Well, folks that are, like,
0: pansexual, or they have like this this complete openness to sexuality yeah. where there's no limits, whether you're bisexual or what whatever you're identifying with, I always thought that being just... A a heterosexual human would be really fucking boring because I'm like, dude, you're just, you are totally getting rid of an entire genre of humans that could be really inspiring and, and I'm energetically attracted to. And I don't want to just
1: hate or shame on it, but to me it's kind of similar to like taking anal sex off the table or anything anal. I've been in relationships with partners who had, didn't want anything to do with butts. My butt, their butt. And it felt like a huge thing was missing off the menu of just another uh, other options of things to play with so our, our menu was limited. And so I've just always felt like my, my, menu, my personal menu was kind of limited to be able to have these experiences with people that I was attracted to, but I wasn't sexually attractive. I had this story that I wasn't. Um, so painful is the wrong word. And I took that tagline from another friend who has, you know, her, her mom, she has two moms and she's like, I'm painfully straight. Anyways. Um, I saw in the last month that it's just a story that I was attached to and that mm. I actually, when I'm super turned on, I feel really safe and respected. I have a lot more capacity to be intimate with all kinds of people, regardless of sex, gender, your body shape—you know, all those things—is just a lot of that goes out the window when I'm turned on and feel really safe.
0: It's about the mm-hmm. energy.
1: It's huge. It's really big. Right.
2: I have one last yeah. ad- piece of advice. If, if, like, I don't know where this person's at that asked the question, and I don't know where their partner is at, but if you suspect that you are um, a little, like, not, like not willing to actually do the work that is needed to be there um, and to not like really fetishize and do shitty things to the queer community, then I would suggest a paid employee, a, a paid oh, person. A sex worker. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh-huh. honestly, like what this person's looking for is very specific. And if you want to, if you, if, if you're going to go in that direction, don't put that on the people who are already doing the labor yeah. in the world around their sexuality. So, yeah, it's really cool if you can be open. But if you're like, let's say you suspect that your partner's a little bit of a D-bag because that can happen. Mm. Um, so, uh, douchebag, if anything. <laughs> I know that's a wrong word probably nowadays. Yeah. It's probably not PC. But the thing is, is that, like, just just
1: pay for it. Yeah. Because
2: you can pay for Gay, well, then there's right? no strings and like, why attached. Not? Yeah.
1: It's not messy mm-hmm. at all. There isn't all this like you're talking about. You're know, shitting where you eat when it, you bring in a friend, or where do I go find the third person, or not even the third person, but this other side person to have this experience with. And sex workers are great avenue for that. sex workers mm-hmm. i just want to
0: add the shit where you eat comment come b- comes in because i get so energetically attached to people that i ho- mm-hmm. hook up with it would be difficult for me to sort of separate sometimes afterward That and is difficult. so it would be really hard for me and that's why and some people might not have any attachments to those types of situations i just get energetically like involved with them mm-hmm. later where i'm like I, oh
2: for me it's like with my with my very close friends I usually end up hooking up with them. Yeah, It's just one of those things. And it usually ends up being like a really weird drunken night and whatever, you laugh at the end of the day. But it's not like, oh, we're going to run away and get like married. It's yeah. never that. It's almost like I'm you get closer
1: check- from it, yeah, probably.
2: Like deeper hug.
0: Yeah, yeah, deeper <laughs> hug. It's more bonding.
2: It's more bonding. What bonding. I mean, <laughs> you're really good
0: at communication yeah. and being really, I think, clear about, obviously, like that. We're not going to run away together and get married and have yeah. each other's... Uh, fisting partners uh, yeah, like consistently babies or each other. something babies yeah. yeah. i think
1: that i would i don't know
0: i would i and maybe that's a story it, i'm telling it's not myself babies
1: like that's like babies but gaybies. Like gay babies yeah gay babies Gabies. Gabies. So I, mean, I w- and I would say the shit with where you eat thing, yeah, if you're ha- if you're having these sexual encounters with friends where you're not having the open communication, the before, during, and after, and you're just like, Oh yeah, there's the thing that we did and let's not talk about that and pretend like everything's normal, then it gets fucking weird.
0: But that's what happened to me when I this comes from a previous experience. I hooked up with my best girlfriend and had like a relationship with her, a closeted relationship when I was nineteen to twenty one. And but, then totally lost her as a friend because of it. And I think that's, that's not, where it comes sh- from. that's
1: not shitting where you eat. That's having a close bond with a friend that turned into a relationship. It's
0: not and a then I, But I th- lost her because of our lack of communication. Yeah. And are our, just our total our total youth. I mean, we but were just young, young. experimental. It's still
1: different, though. It's not like you just hooked up with a friend and then you're like, oh, that was weird. Now we're not friends. You actually had a friend. You developed a relationship. You experienced a lot together. And maybe you didn't communicate. And, and yeah, and you were young, so it was probably not going to be this long term thing. But it's, it's very different than You know, having a a sexual experience with a friend where you either aren't drunk and random. Yeah, drunk and random. And like, I'm sure you can do drunk and random and still have come going with intention, still you process it after and be like, yeah, we had this experience. It was awesome. And I love you. And here's what worked and here's what didn't. And here's how I want to go about the future with you. And um, versus, oh, yeah, that thing that happened. Let's not talk about it. Well,
0: yeah, maybe now in my 30, late 30s. Yeah, Yay, late thirties is so much oh. sexier
2: of a time. Like, I really late thirties. I'm like looking at, in your twenties, like women in their twenties. Like, it's really interesting to me how much people are like this is the the the, the thing that we're attracted to. This youthful spirit. Because honestly, like thirties, forties, like this is maybe even later. I'm not there yet, but. This is where women really blossom. Yeah. They're so fucking hot. I mean, Amy has a cock.
1: I have a cock She now. has a cock. I mean, i don't have one right in this exact but, moment. I mean, maybe. We don't I'm, know. I'm getting anal. Yeah. She has a cock. <laughs> yeah. This is great. She's what else is happening? Kristen's, like, Kristen's in her 20s. Yeah. Like, I barely like, like...
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm sure some people are. We weren't, but I mean, some I people,
1: yeah. This is exciting. I have so much to look forward to. I know. Kristen's
0: such a natural with this, like, the podcast. This podcast is made possible by some of our favorite things. Uberloop is one of them. Amy, why do you love Uberloop so much?
1: I don't just love UberLoop. I am obsessed with UberLoop. Before I use UberLoop, I had no idea that a lubricant could be this good. UberLoop is a luxurious lubricant that I literally want all over my body. Yes, I mostly use it for sex and intimacy, and let me tell you, it enhances everything. It has no flavor, it has no scent, it never gets sticky, it almost feels velvety and powdery on my skin. I want it everywhere, and let me tell you, It also has other uses. You can use it in your hair, for your hair frizzies. You can use it for massage. You can use it for chafing. Again, mostly using it for sex. And it allows me to feel that skin-on-skin intimacy that a lot of other lubricants
0: do not allow for. April, what about you? What do you love about Uberlube? I love the beautiful bottle. It's glass. It looks like perfume or some kind of beautiful cosmetic. Put it on my nightstand. Nobody knows what it is.
1: So to learn more about Uberlube, go to uberlube.com. Enter coupon code SHAMELESS SEX in all caps. You get 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also made possible by omgs.com. April what do you love about
0: OMGS? Oh my god yes I love OMGS it's a research based online program where you can look at two seasons external internal vulva stimulation it's tools for your tool belt add things to your menu so if
1: you're looking to up your orgasm game if you own a vulva maybe you already have amazing orgasms maybe you want even more amazing orgasms maybe you've never had an orgasm omgs is something for you if you're a vulva fan and you want to learn how to pleasure a vulva omgs is something for you again research based you get to watch these tasteful non-pornographic videos that give you a real idea of what real body is like so that you're not left in the dark to learn more go to omgs.com backslash shameless you get $5 off and you can watch the videos unlimited times it is a game changer for all of my clients all of our listeners who have watched it you can find out for yourself go check it out We're going to another sex question that we're moving yes, forward yes. All right here we go My question is on a specific fetish of mine it's a pregnancy fetish I don't know why but pregnant women turn me on The funny thing is I don't really even want kids in the future i don't really know if i do i'm young and i might change my mind but i just don't see it happening is this a normal thing to have this fetish would you consider it too taboo is fetish the right word to even use to describe it i would very much like your professional opinions thank you you both rock and you too kristen my ex-husband just, had a pregnancy fetish. Really? I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: sorry, you know who you are. Yeah. Sorry, I'm an asshole.
0: Do you think but, he uh, listens to everything? Oh my God,
2: every fucking one. Are you kidding me? I have so? no idea. Oh. Anybody that April's ever fucked in her life is probably listening religiously. Thank you, listeners. I'm pretty
1: sure. <laughs> oh I don't think a lot of my... Exes Are listen- you guys kidding me right
2: now? I don't think or so. Or they're
1: hiding it really well. Oh, they're hiding
2: it. They're secretly listening to it. All right. Well, sure. I did get hey, called out by matter. an ex
0: partner that asked me if that was about him. <laughs> uh, something that I said in the early days. Oh, um, I got called out too Ooh. about that. Yeah, because yeah you I had An ex partner
1: that called me out on some things that I was not being truthful about in our relationship. I just that feel like now we're ago. so Ooh. so deep in the
0: episodes. If my exes do listen, I've never. S- slandered or said anything bad but if the pregnancy fetish thing feels like a bad thing to share i just w- said my ex right did i say my ex-husband well, you well now you just said damn it
1: <laughs> damn you one. well
0: anyways so tell us about your
1: ex-husbands but there's nothing wrong with a pregnancy fetish though. i never
0: shamed him for it no and and that's what maybe Kristen will share with this or you could share this, this listener. I mean, I want to hear Kristen's,
1: but I've, I've known people that have pregnancy fetishes and I would, yeah, you could call it a fetish. Sure. I mean, maybe you can talk more about like what would, signify or, or what would be a fetish versus not a fetish, but um, I knew some people that thought it was really hot because it was like the ultimate maternal, womanly, like creator mm-hmm. of life. You in your power with a baby in your belly, and you're growing like, yeah. life in you, and they're glowing. Look how strong. And sometimes they're vomiting and having a really fucking hard
0: time, but. It was hot yeah. and hemorrhoids. Yeah, I mean,
1: I didn't have a kid, but I know it happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, or and sometimes I'm, we see the uncomfortably pregnant people. where you are like, oh no. oh no, but I don't no, think no. that's what they're fetishizing. No. And, and they're Amy, like, oh, we you saw a, pr- a super pregnant person. When you're like, doesn't that look like her butthole hurts? <laughs> I was like, you know what, it does because she was. Does. She yeah. did look so super uncomfortable. The three women who have
1: never had children and may never. <laughs> well, Kristen's a mom. I you have I a mom. Have,
2: yes. You weren't pregnant though, but I'm you have. You have a child. Yes, for four months of a toddler. Yes. Yes. Um, but I did not birth him. thank the fucking goddess (laughs) um but uh you know in general my when i first read this question i was like duh of course you know when it was um the person he's normal yeah uh, i think it's he's i think he go with he okay he so he was saying something like i have this fetish and um i also don't want children and then i'm like duh yeah every person who's ever like Every guy wants to stick their penis into a hole when there's no consequence. This
0: is my <laughs> this is thing, right? Uh, oh, I weird. never thought of that. That's a
2: good one, right? Kristen. Just like, just like fuck away, yeah. no problems. Um, but reading further into it, it I, I, the question I would have is like, can, do you only fantasize about people yeah. who are pregnant? Is it like super pregnant belly, or is just knowing they're pregnant? Is um, do you like, I don't know, like when you're having sex with people who aren't pregnant, are you like? You wishing they were that. pregnant yeah. are you thinking about it are you trying to like do his positions that would be like pregnant positions i mean these are can you wear questions. this yeah. pillow in
0: front of yeah. you right yeah. now yeah. with can, this shirt i'm gonna give you lots of have a little which bit of belly still, or something like, it's right. not
1: shaming those things it's just like getting more clarity on how is it because there's the with the fetish you can have a very mild fetish which is like oh yeah i don't need this thing to get off but it's a big part of my spank bag and i get super turned on by it versus I actually need this thing to get off. I don't get aroused without it. So it's more understanding of where this person falls. When I in fuck you, that. please
0: say, my baby's coming. Yes. It's coming. Oh I'm God. crowning. You, a labor <laughs> fetish. No. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's a labor that's fetish. That's oh, yeah. Good point. Thing, that's yeah. A, I obviously have not a child. Crowning. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm crowning. The placenta. We're
1: not making fun of you, by the way. No, we're we're no. God, no. Not at all. No. The opposite. I
0: think it's beautiful. I love
1: fetishes. I love things that when people find non normative ideas of of whatever society thinks should be sexy, sexy. I love it. I'm like so mm-hmm. fascinated by it. In fact, I find my own little turn on by it and it brings me joy to hear when people embrace it and yeah. own it. And I'm like, fuck yes. I actually um this is a total tangent, but I had a conversation with someone who is a feeder in Oh my God! We've talked about this, Kristen. Tell our listeners.
0: You totally dated a feeder. Oh my God! Oh
2: my God! I did not know that I dated a feeder until I got into the industry, which is now 15 years ago. But I dated somebody when I was 20 years old who was a, such a feeder. I almost want to contact him and be like, "Wow, you're a feeder." Uh, <laughs> but, so he like really just was really into. Feeding me and mm. and um, watching me kind of grow, like I got a lot larger, mm-hmm. and really got excited when I got stretch marks. I never had a stretch mark in my life mm-hmm. until him, but he would do things like, "I'm going to bathe you." This sounds. I know this sounds like what's wrong with you, Chris, and this sounds perfect, but um, he would run a bath for me, have cookies baking while I'm in the bath or whatever. You know, many different kinds of food, and then he would feed me oh in the bathtub. I would tell him, like, oh, you know, I'm trying to, like, not eat, like, my favorite things. I love, like, bagels and cream cheese, right? Bagels and cream cheese and he's all like, day. all
0: more day bagels. So I, I brought you <laughs> a dozen bagels and three tubs of cream cheese. He would show up
2: my work with, like, super, like, many bagels with cream cheese. <laughs> oh, my God. All the time, even though I said no. And he was a super athletic person, but he didn't want me to be athletic. So he really wanted to watch me grow, which was the strangest thing. Mm-hmm. And I literally have stretch marks due to him. And... I really at first liked it, and then I started telling my friends it just feels a little weird, and they were like, "You're weird. Like you're this this guy is. Sounds great worshiping you. you. He's pampering totally pampering He's like rubbing oil on me, and then he's like." give me positive reinforcement around all the things that are happening with so my but body. But he
1: never said, I'm super turned on by you no, eating this never. delicious
2: food maybe and maybe, maybe getting a
1: little more curvy from it.
2: No, and he used to get mad when I wouldn't eat and he'd want to watch me Ooh. eat and food. And didn't you say now,
0: you've seen him on social media and you see that he's with like his partner and yeah. she's like, yeah. Yes, and she
2: also is growing. Yeah, And mm-hmm. that's great and I don't know if he's realized what he she is. Maybe she loves no. it. And I really, I hope he, wherever you are, I won't say your name, but I really hope That he knows what he is because there, again, nothing's wrong with it. But like, I would have liked to have an honest conversation. I was 20
1: or 21. To be clued in. Yeah. Yeah. I just
2: felt like he was controlling me with food and he was really obsessed with feeding me. Yeah. That's, that's, that's
1: confusing. Yeah. And so when I heard from someone that was a feeder and they were explaining to me, there's what they are like, I actually don't want my partner to get bigger but i'm really turned on just by the idea of it mm-hmm. and by watching them eat and by feeding them it's there's it's really hot but i actually don't want to see their body get bigger so it's like different different levels of this mm. um particular fetish right you can have it's it's um and, you know it's a spectrum or on a continuum or whatever that is and um and i was so and they you know they had some shame tell me i was one of the first people that they were owning that too and i was like that is fucking awesome one that they're owning it they also though they were so new there's shame so scary i don't know if they would actually they did tell their partner but they didn't fully because there was shame and maybe this is the person that you were with Kristen. there was some shame around although it sounds like maybe he was trying to dodge it and he was i don't know super
2: traumatic history you gotta own it human you know and what's weird he was a friend of the family which made it weird and everybody's like he's so perfect and i'm like yes and i tried to explain to my mom later <laughs> that he was a feeder you would have thought <laughs> like i didn't explain the details i'm explaining now but my mom was just like uh,
0: you're like, weird what Kristen. what's it? going on why yeah. don't you love that
2: like just it's kind of like what yeah people are so confused yeah. and it's a really weird thing to go through um and, and try to explain, like, where you're at, because most people don't have this experience. But getting back to the, like, nobody farted, it was Amy moving on the couch. They probably didn't
1: even hear it, Chris. I, it totally hear it. I heard it. I heard it's it. It's a loud part of the couch. Oh. It really was the couch. It was the couch. Um, the question I, of the, from this person, yeah, you mean, I yeah. Just, yeah, Am I want to get back to this, like, this
2: really, there are very niche things, and I don't think that there is a normal, not normal. I think there are um, the probability of, you know, people having this or wanting this more yeah. is probably less with you know pregnancy, but it's super hot. Yeah. And uh, the only things are you are you chasing that experience? Yeah, are you because ch- if you're t- chasing that experience, you got to figure out a way to work with it.
1: And I would say, you know, dovetailing on what you were just saying with the feeder the thing is also being honest and transparent with people that it feels safe to to be. You know, not. Um, you know, of course, there's if there's shame or if it doesn't feel like it's safe to out this to this person, you know, that they aren't a safe outlet. Maybe that's not somebody you should be intimate with, first of all. But also, if there are things that you're doing that are trying to kind of reenact or um, go into this fetish space, to be honest about it, so that people don't go, in, they're not led into a fetish space with you that is your fetish or your desire without them consenting to it. Because then it can feel like they're... It's a non-consensual act, right? They're being led into something that they actually didn't sign up for. It can be really confusing for them.
0: Maybe we're going to have some aha moments for listeners out there that were not aware that they had a, a feeding fetish.
1: There's so many fetishes out there. Ooh, just go to so fetlife.com. It is just you like Facebook for, for kinky yeah. people. It, and it's uh, any just just to see all the fetishes because they have a whole list of all the things that you're into and there's so many things that I'm like, What? And also not judging and, like, mind just blown that there's mm-hmm. someone into something, in, into everything, right? Everything you've ever heard of, like, there's someone that has a thing for it. It's and catalog for yeah. your fetish. You it's limitless. It. Possibilities is limitless.
2: You know, I think that um, same, I think my same final answer would apply that if you feel like you're not in a place to really do this in a consensual way, you need to be, like, taught a little more, whatever it is, yeah. like, pay for it. Yeah. Yes. There you it. go. That's because what I want these, for Christmas yeah. this year. Kay Another shout
1: out it. to sex workers. Know, uh, you have these people that are professionals, and some people specialize in certain mm-hmm. things. You can find someone. I don't know. I mean, Craig, the Craigslist thing is, is it's in. Done it's done. But there still so are ways sad. to find sex workers that might specialize in what it is that you're looking for. And then you can have the experience. And then you're supporting, you know, mm-hmm. a working person
2: i know at least when you come to like um, dungeons and stuff it's definitely not a sexual like um you know piv penis and vagina experience however you could at least explore it maybe in like a a dungeon space where you can talk to a person who's dealing who deals with a lot of like kinks and like like go down the road at least get taught don't be a douche don't be. I should stop using that word. Darn it. Um, don't, don't be an enema be, bag. Yeah. Don't 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 <laughs> be that person. Like don't perpetuate the issues that we have in society. Like go get t- like learn about learn. who you are. Yeah. Just like how we go to a therapist. Yeah.
1: You know, go get your kink therapy on. Yeah. And there's online programs for that. There's in person classes at places. There's all kinds of stuff. There's yeah. It's in reading books, and exposing yourself to things, and and again owning it, and being transparent, and safe. Environments, well, Not every is, environment. Is this there. is
0: really the best time to have, I think, uh, as, as humans grow and change and evolve, the best time to have any sort of, um, in, it, there's an information flow that yeah. everyone can gain access to. Yeah. And we're in a day and age where, again, with different websites, and you've access to everything that you possibly could. And obviously, we only condone the, the most consensual stuff, and paying for those things are uh, a great way to access those. But the interweb. Interweb, yeah, the possibilities are
1: limitless with the interwebs, it really, even though really they'd be cracking down on a lot of those aspects of it. All right, last next question before we uh, hightail out of here to go all have a nice dinner together. Mm-hmm. I have a romantic interest in someone who's been in my life for a long time, and she confessed to a rape experience early in her life, and I was horrified. I want to keep this person absolutely safe and I want her to rediscover her sexuality on her own terms, but she can't even talk about it because of discomfort and fear surrounding it. For now, my approach is very hands off and focusing on the bond building things and if it ever comes up i make it clear that anything that happens is on her terms and when she's ready i'm all ears about what those terms are do you have suggestions for her or for me about how to communicate around this huge and understandable barrier to seeing the beauty of her sexuality i would be her first consenting partner since this trauma history of depression and mental illness are on both sides no medications Um, And I'll just start with, there's certain aspects of this that might be beyond our scope here. Um, So as we dive into this a little bit, I think it's something important to talk about. And um, someone who is a licensed therapist probably will have some other important additions to share. Um, And I also want to say that I actually really appreciate when I read this, the way that this person worded this. Um, The way that they were speaking to, especially where I'm at right now, I don't have um, um, any sort of non-consensual acts of sexual violence in my history. I have a lot of compliant, shitty sex in the past. Not recently, but in the past. And um, I, so I'm really appreciating this from someone who's saying, you have the reins, you get to you know call the shots, and I only want to support you and um, allow you to you know be in your power and do what you need. And to essentially, I'm here when you're ready, and it's all in your terms. And I just I only want to be here and support you. So I really appreciated that um, coming from someone who uh, identifies as as a penis owning man. Um, so I really liked that part.
0: We've talked about EMDR so many times before. Yeah. That sounds kind of like a really good option for this Therapy. person that suffered the trauma, and yeah. they probably need to do some of that work. Yeah, I mean, he's not saying
1: if what kind of work they've done. Is right. more of how can I support them? What can they do? So, yeah, I think that would be the first thing is for them to not just try to work on it on their own. Well,
0: that's – well, and maybe there's some support system that this yeah. – the partner could get in um, – I mean, just like anything, uh, being a partner, yeah. even to someone that's sick, dying of cancer, you know, there's so many, uh, th- I don't know, huge difficulties yeah. that arise with with folks that have suffered something that you're not going through, but you're, you're standing alongside of them. And yeah. that sort of rape trauma, I can't even imagine. And there's going to be a lot of triggers, and there's going to be a lot of slow steps that are going to be needed to happen. Yeah. And hopefully that their partner is is getting some sort of therapy or some sort of treatment.
1: Some sort of support. I mean, my mom has yeah. a lot of uh, sexual trauma from her childhood, and she was very open about it and still is very open about it, but she wasn't until... Her 60s that she went and did a lot of EMDR work and she was going once a week for like six months. She would call me after and she'd be just raw and cracked open because you go back into that you kind of paint the picture with uh, someone who can support you, but you go through the somatic healing. It's almost of the like experience. inception,
0: the dream. You're like reliving, but you're the not experience. doing it
1: alone. Right, you're with someone else that's there that is guiding you and supporting you, and it was able the experience that whole. It was very hard. It was not easy, but it allowed her to instead of burying this thing which she didn't really ever bury it but this it was this thing that brings up you know trauma response when I relive it or think about it now it's just part of her story that yeah it's a, not the most joyful, pleasant ex- part of her story, but she doesn't have a trauma response that goes with it because she was able to go back and heal it in a safe environment. So I think that that's an important piece there too. Is you know for this supporting partner, I think it's wonderful that you're supporting by being so supportive and saying the ball's in your court, and I'm only here to support, and I don't want to take anything from you, and I only want to empower you and uplift you, and there's probably some work for you to do on your own. We don't know if his partner is, but for you to do on your own so that the experience doesn't have control over you too as well.
2: Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a very intense question. I yeah. really love the way the the person wrote in about, like, the statements. I also appreciate hearing we're not on medication because medication adds a whole other layer of sexual response. Um, but in general, let's say we are assuming that they're under care, they've gotten some help with, um, you know, a therapist to how to work through it. If all these things are assumed and you want some like real, like sex tips, um, there are the things I would throw out there are, um, maybe, uh, taking away all, all of his power. So yeah. for instance, like, uh, using like maybe tying him up to a chair and she's the one that's guiding the mm-hmm. penis inside of her or the way that she's interacting with the body where she has complete control. That might be a, a sex tip. Um, yeah. I think that in in general, like positions where she doesn't feel trapped underneath, um, on top of, yeah. um, you know, really those kinds of things, and also not being like surprised if she wants to reenact it because yeah. that's a lot. You know, I'm dealing. I'm um, very different, but I have a you know a foster child with me, and I'm learning a lot about trauma informed parenting. Mm-hmm. I think it crosses over to trauma informed communication, yeah. and in general, like there. Uh, there will be times with people who've gone through trauma where there's like a, a, some form of reenactment. Um, and if you build the, um, the words you need to be like right now, maybe she wants to do that. And what does that mean to you? You know, what does that look like? And these are all things again, like assuming that there's therapy, assuming all these things are happening, you know, um, sex, sex, like sex in general can be a very healing experience and you can use sex to heal and you can, and you can play with it. And we would all be extremely surprised by how many men and women and of all genders who have gone through sexual trauma that none of us admit to. So this, this one's brave as she's talking about it. There's, um, men who have gone through uh, rape and never talk about it. So, um, it was one of the things that came up for me when like, would I be okay with taking in a child who has been sexually abused. And it was a, it was a hard conversation yeah. that I had with my partner. Like, would we be okay with that? And everybody in my life was like, but you have the information around sexuality. You're like perfect. Her, yeah, yeah, you're the per- one of the people yeah. that should, yeah. or it has
1: the more capability, more scope to be able to. Yeah. do Yeah.
2: But it's scary to go there. And um, that's not my experience. I don't have a child that's gone through sexual trauma, but in general, like trauma informed communication can look like, um, wow, like you like um i'm sure you're feeling overwhelmed right now or maybe like uh that must be very you know hard for you it might be, you might feel very um tired from thinking about this like you know maybe like that night when you think you're going to have sex and that person's feeling a little lethargic like it you know like reinforcing their emotions through trauma informed communication is really helpful and there is actually if you look up trauma informed communication there's usually a list of i actually even have trouble with this but um, a list of
1: words to help you describe emotions. Mm, like I've seen that with sexological body workers because a lot of people with sensations and emotions mm-hmm. because a lot of people have a really hard time with it. Mm-hmm. They have a super hard time with identifying with what their body, they're feeling in their body and what they're feeling emotionally too. It's it's like there is a kind of blank or they have three words that they usually go to and it mm-hmm. just doesn't there's so much more to it.
2: There's like I don't even know the word, the list of words I have, is something like 75 words. I literally, when I'm trying to speak to somebody who's uh, trauma triggered, I sometimes, or even in my personal life, um, like I usually only have like five words that I go to, which is really limiting. I mean, we have a beautiful language full of lots of words Mm -hmm. that reinforce our emotions. And I would probably like, maybe that, you know, instead of a yes, like do a yes, no, maybe list for sure. What are people into? That changes, but like do that regularly print up a bunch of words that you might use during sex and also being okay with that uh, there might be, like, some kind of, like, play to get you through the trauma. That's also something we do as children uh, or help with children to get through the trauma is to play, like, re- like re- have re- a play. Yeah. Reenact. Yeah. or or talk through it or do something through a play. Um, and play is extremely helpful in in getting through our traumas. And play is extremely helpful to have us connect with each other. And, like, although, like, this seems, like, Wow, we're really ending on a heavy note here. It also is like really could be very rewarding. Like yeah. think about like all the benefits that come along and all the excitement that can come along with like working through trauma together. It's totally. really sexy. I would Super love sexy.
0: to learn more about helping folks with trauma because yeah. I, I well
2: we all most of us have gone through trauma, I'll, you know. Or you're going some... to
0: encounter someone that will whether it's a friend or family member or partner mm-hmm. and that is really important skill because it's not something that is is going to fall by the wayside. It's something that we all I, I would want to have that as as a human, I want that skill because right now i don't I, I don't have a lot of ability to yeah. help folks I can listen and I can I can try to, to show up energetically for them, but I don't know. I don't have the words. And there's mm-hmm. no
1: hierarchy of trauma, right? One person's trauma and their experience can be another person's easy day, right? So it's just different for everyone. So if someone says you know, they have a trauma response or something's really hard or shaming or traumatic, then that is, they're entitled to that. And I do agree that sexuality, when it's done with respect... Uh, and safety can be a great outlet to actually explore it and work with it and work through it. But everyone, of course, has to be on board. You know, I identify as someone who has daddy issues, and I love exploring daddy little girl dynamics. I don't want to have sex with my dad. I actually don't even think of it as like this familiar thing. Like you're my father. It's like it's a power play thing, and there's a, a component of it that does feel like I'm getting this part of me or this piece of me that was was never nourished in, a, in this new way that is mm-hmm. being nourished in sex in a way that I wouldn't actually want to happen in real life with like the person. You know, it, so it, it, it serves its own time and place, but it is a very nourishing thing be, and it's also done with people that I feel really safe with. So um, yeah, I, I just, I really, really appreciated the way, and this person had a whole bunch of other stuff that they wrote, by the way, that was just testimonials to listening to our podcast and how helpful it has been for them yay, personally. Yay, you guys.
2: Yeah. Yay, April yeah. and
1: Amy. Well, yay, Do for Amy. Doing the Lord's work. And yay also, for Kristen, also, too. Yay for human, like, hey, yay for cis men oh who God, want who to knew?
0: support and honor. i get impressed by. Yeah. Cis, but I don't want to just say cis men, this but are, you this have been yeah. writing us. Kristen's like, wait, wait, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I was Kristen gone for is like 15, we, years yeah, this is what do. happened. We actually write, a, yeah. we get a lot of written in yeah. questions from people in partnerships that tend to be in hetero partnerships and cis men in yeah. partnerships that write us about showing up for their partners in yes. different ways. And this one was an actual, it was a really special question and mm-hmm. write in and. Um, I don't know. Thank yeah. you for people uh, writing in.
2: One more thing, I just thought of this. Um, aftercare, like let's take uh, oh, yeah. some work around, like what has happened in the king community around, you know, consensual um, play and how important aftercare is. I mean, people are doing very. Thi- um risky is a, a weird word but like people are doing things all the time in kink where there is a requirement of aftercare yeah. and i think that when we're dealing with trauma aftercare is very important yeah like, oh yeah you know just like be prepared there might be a meltdown there might be like a lot of excitement and then afterwards the next day maybe a shutdown like be prepared. Like, what does a person like? Do they like like super cozy? Yeah. You know, whatever. Maybe like buy a little cozy, snuggy or a, I don't even know what. Whatever the person's into. Yeah. Hot and tea in like, yeah. like yeah, yeah. warm just, like,
0: cookies. Who yeah, knows? Give them what they want. Feeder, feeder, feeder.
1: Hey Chris, it's the bathtub. This cookies baking. Damn it. I even like cookies yeah bagels <laughs> i like bagels cheese, i like that and I just, all the way i just thought of you know, for, for myself for all of the you know I'm, i have my quarter masochist for all of the pain that i like to receive consensually i also want the nourishment to to follow it's not just like all right here's a big slap in the ass and goodbye it's also like a slap in the ass and can you also like hold it
0: and, and have pet a vulva it hug
1: and, you know, all of the things and i'm not and that's not even speaking from a place of um, having non-consensual acts of, of sexual violence. So, yeah, um, the world is your oyster in terms of the way that you can explore um, this at maybe sexually, but also just support and show up. And um, we'll, we'll end it at that with just, you're a fucking awesome human for writing us this question and for being so supportive and letting someone else have the reins. And here's what I just want to say, they're not fucking making it about them. I love it's beautiful. Yeah. That it's is really when beautiful. someone is not making someone else's challenging time a threat to their sexuality especially a penis owner who's not like oh maybe it means that you don't want to fuck me or I'm not enough instead they're just like alright I'm going to honor you this is hard and how can I show up for that and it's like fuck yes we need more of that and this isn't just penis owners that do that like I know plenty of vulv owners and all kinds of in-betweens that um, take stuff very personally but has nothing to do with them but penis owners but <laughs> <of> yeah <laughs> um,
2: and also like I'm pretty sure all three of us would fuck you just for this <laughs> yeah. um, right so wait. like yeah. You energetic fucking right now. So our address Woo. is 555, <laughs> <laughs> 555, <laughs> 555, 555,
1: 555, 555 street, and we'll be there. And we have a puppy, and just be careful because puppy is currently passed out. For this whole podcast. Aww. I just want to
0: put out that I think Kristen. Whenever we see you, we'll be in Germany again in October. Let's We should do more of this.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. and. Perhaps listeners out there, if you have questions for Kristen when she comes on our show, yeah, yeah. I specialize
2: she, in lesbian, non-lesbian questions. Yeah. Yeah. you do. know. You yeah. right yeah. yeah. and you just—you <laughs> just, you just are
0: really. She like you've been a sex <sighs> educator for years. Yeah. And you're a powerhouse mm-hmm. boss queen. I'm so fortunate to, I'm to know it. and love you. You specialize and in
1: all the questions, too, just You by
0: really do. You, I mean, you have you just, such great yeah. insight. You can cover I'm Just like
2: your friend's friend. Like, take me out for some wine. We'll have some
0: talks. And, you know. We'll energetically yeah. stroke you all night now after Ooh. this.
1: Or wait. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> big black cock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or a little black dick. It. It's not even
1: mine. I don't even own that big black dick. You're I gonna, lost my dick. All okay. right, everyone. Well,
0: <laughs> I thank all of you for tuning in we covered a lot today yeah. a lot yep. we covered fisting anal I mean, no anal bleaching so... but just anal penetration yeah, just so uh, pregnancy, fetish.
1: pregnancy fetish we also Ooh, have lesbian um, not lesbian lesbian not lesbian how we, do I explore my first lesbian venture awesome. yeah. supporting someone who has sexual trauma I love it and all the in-betweens the I feel Lord, good the goddess work I just, the, goddess the, Lord the goddess the goddess work,
0: work. <laughs> Uh, Well, listeners, thank you for tuning in to Shameless Sex every Tuesday. We'll see you next Tuesday. Hey, do us a favor. Five stars. We love your five stars. Give us a testimonial. 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 Testimon. We'll moan it out. We'll give the O O of the testimony. (laughs) Uh, And we'll probably or possibly read it on air, especially if it's filled with love and and energetic stroking. Yeah, some sluttiness. All right, y'all. Love you all. Ciao for now.